Are we having fun or what? Nickname Time Lord given to him by Weird Celtics Twitter. He does kind of make time stand still See? when he goes up for a block. That's what the Time Lords do, man. Homie, get on the ground like clock. Oh, man. I, that game was just a travesty for the Philadelphia 76ers. Let me tell you about, you know, I mean, this has got to be expected from the Boston Celtics, um, you know, a squad that is up against arguably the title favorites in the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, folks, welcome inside another edition of the Rights to Ricky Davis podcast. Um, I'm just going to start with uh, what I thought was a, a very, very disappointing performance from our favorite team tonight. I mean, they um, couldn't shoot very well. Um, it was a sloppy game. Um, we had too, too many great players in foul trouble, and, you know, it was really an ugly and concerning game for where your season has got to be heading, and that's why I'm very concerned about the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned. I'd just like to add that Kevin O'Connor is still banned from the podcast. Uh, he has the most basic, pure tweets about basketball. <laughs> still banned. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin is banned from the podcast. We're gonna let we're gonna let Verno on the pod or no? Oh well, I don't know. Drop, dro- dropping kayfabe that sucked. I was gonna be more mad because um, I, I felt like um, that the Celtics weren't like I think like the second quarter was when like the free throw disparity got really big, and it felt like that Kemba Walker was like just getting nailed on pretty much like every every single um, attempt in like the, you know, the Sixers were kind of getting whatever they want, but then that kind of like balanced out again in the third smart grifted um, a lot. No, it's, it's but, completely fair when, when, when the Celtics get like calls in the fourth quarter when they're already down 10 and they are not allowed to play Jalen Brown because he fucked the well, husbands the, and wives of the all the refs. One. Jalen, yeah, Jalen took a half. It was, day. it was a half day. Jalen got a half day today. Um, it was really. Cool I don't know. It rest... was. I I I don't know. I'm I'm less inclined to blame the. I mean, goddamn, the the free throws were just fucking. That was so brutal. Yes, yeah, it starts. No, it didn't even matter. Yeah. Like, it didn't even matter if the Celtics got free throws because. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't like this. This one's you know. Uh, I think the refs were a little out of control in the second quarter, but that's not, I don't think that's like in the top three stories of the game when it's all said and done. I mean, the Celtics missed free throws and like, and a lot of layups, Jason Tatum. God damn. Like the only thing that the refs did was make the viewing experience feel like you just got repetitively kicked in the dick. Like, yeah, I mean, they just made the game. Really 70 times. It. 70 yeah. times. Yeah. Kicked. No, it was, <laughs> That was uh, the, the, ref, the ref impact on the game was less about wins and losses and more about just making it feel like I was slamming my dick in an oven door repeatedly over and over and over again. The challenge. We love the challenges, baby. Folks, <laughs> we love the challenges. When Brett, Brett, strong friend of mine, Brett Bound, he came out and, he, you know, he, he said, Marcus Smart, you can't do that. That wasn't that wasn't a trip. But then later he didn't have the challenge. Very rude of the NBA. They should give everyone two challenges, folks. That's how they do it in football. Can you make a deal to get two challenges? Yeah. <laughs> I could have made a great deal. 
we could have had two challenges and they're allowed to put Jalen Brown back into the game. It would have been wonderful. Folks, wonderful. Uh, let's see here. Um, 59% from the line for the Celtics, 37% from the field, 27% from three, 93 points on the board. Um, this Philly team's hard to score against. They might be the well, best defensive on. team in the NBA, but uh, the free throw line, <laughs> that's, that doesn't matter. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, the Celtics got a lot of, like, looks at the rim that they just fucking missed. Like, I don't know. I think it was less about, like, Philly's defense. I mean, they they missed some, both teams were just making boneheaded plays on the offense. I didn't really see a lot of good defense from either team. Like, I think they were both fine, but, like, I really felt like it was more just, like, the game was a fucking mess. That, like, then, like, anybody was actually playing, like, nascent um, sort of inspired defense. Did you guys feel that way? Like Philly was like a, I mean, they're just uh, so huge that like they can even have like a so-so defensive game and they're just going to, you know, you're not going to score 110, 120. Yeah. I mean, like their, their length makes even three pointers difficult. Like there are, is a level of contesting that pretty much every shot had, but like, I don't know, like, the leading score for the Celtics was Gordon Hayward. He t- shot zero threes. Like, yeah. No, I it, think it's yeah. And he was efficient, so it's like well, okay. I mean, I'd say like 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 Thibel, Thibel and Richardson played like good defense. Like the, there was a lot of like they had a lot of like weak side recoveries where they would like gum up um, shots from behind. I think Hayward got blocked from behind like two or three times, like by those guys. Um, you, you know, so that that type of stuff that was like where the size was important, but. That was also not really happening as much, like in like kind of the, you know, the A team matchups. And a lot of times, like Celtics were having a lot of success, sort of like screening, just screening Philly, and they they just kind of chase around the top. And the Celtics had all of these like ten to eleven, you know, footers that they missed, and they had all these lanes to the rim and like layups where they just kind of got freaked out by the contact and they couldn't finish around it. I guess that's kind of. I think that's more going to be like my primary concern for the game was the Celtics are kind of back to their old problem that they had last year, even without Kyrie Irving of like nobody besides um, Gordon Hayward and hopefully Jalen Brown can like finish through contact. Tatum's not really looking for that. I don't know. I'm still think Celtics are going to be a really fun, good regular season team. I still think they can like beat Philly um, in a couple more of these games uh, later on down the line, but it's just, it's tough. It's tough to come out of the season starting with such an ugly, such a game that was like ugly and not fun. Probably would have been ugly and less fun even if they had, um, you know, won. And then, you know, it's just kind of a deflating way to start the year. But hey, what are you gonna do? Well, the Celtics will get another crack at uh, getting their first win on Friday against Toronto, and then Saturday against the Knicks. Um, let's let's talk positives. From this game, if we can extract any, um, Tatum was really aggressive from the three-point line in the first quarter. Uh, he did finish four for eight from three. Obviously, there were a lot of flaws with his game today, but we're focusing on positives. Um, that's one thing I'll take. Uh, Gordo was solid. Uh, Rob Williams was capable. Yeah, Rob. Rob had some impact plays. If anyone could throw a lob, he would have had like. Six big, <laughs> like, 
big finishes, but Marcus Smart can, and he was and that, that's the one he finished. <laughs> yeah. So. No, it's interesting. Like I don't know. They, it was hard because Jalen Brown barely played, but like maybe they would have to think about having another ball handler with Kemba to kind of like get him moving and getting like space more. Because it looked like the only thing he had was like slashing or like doing the you know the pick at the three and then you just take a take a, like a dribble in three pointer. So I don't know. Unlocking, just getting Kemba looks maybe would help, but he he was probably just. Did Kyrie miss a shot at the buzzer? Yes. No, he dribbled. He dribbled the clock down and then missed. It was a crazy play. Was yeah. that to win it or tie it? To uh, no, it was gonna be to win it or or lose. Like they weren't tied, and he dribbled the clock down. From what I understand. Oh, okay. Yes, they, they lost score fifty one. though. That's kind of crazy. Would have been nice if he did that in a Celtics uniform. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, he had some good no, games, but uh, no, I don't think he ever. Cleveland, Cleveland, Kyrie is back, baby. Fifty points, losing to the Wolves at home. He's back. Leadership, baby. Um, Freaking back. That's a, no, it's a monster stat line. <laughs> in a loss. In a loss. That's right. To the Wolves at home. <laughs> He's back, baby. Yeah, no, I did like Smart's creation. Like he was actually running an offense. Like I feel like our the offense was very one dimensional. A lot of like it was either slash drive, kick, or take a three. They weren't really moving it side to side much, so he could help with that. Look, it was a dumb game. It didn't happen. <laughs> we're, we're on to the next one. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go right into uh, into who said it. Number one, uh, who said it? Uh, JJ Reddick whistled for trafficking. That's Riffsman. <laughs> That's incredible Riffsman tweet. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> whistled for trafficking. He. Hey, it's good for JJ. He got into the Gulf of Mexico port. That's a lot bigger. There's a lot more ways that you can, you know, tankers can come in with Croatian, you know, girls and drop off. I can see him doing like a Huck Finn, like cosplay. And he's like on a barge and like, like oh, God. Coal watering up the Mississippi. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> the Adam, did Adam approve this bit? <laughs> Hey, Adam, uh, Adam was doing his homework, or The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Thought it would be a good, a good, good tie-in. Um, oh, well, was, well, well, was JJ Reddick in Essex, uh, England today? Was that uh, was he the one driving that truck? The fucked up thing. You guys saw that? Like, it was like thirty-nine dead bodies they found in like a truck today. Oh, yeah. In England. Anyway. Shouts and prayers to J.J. Reddick. Hopefully he gets back to the U.S. here soon. Next next quote. Uh, who said it? So it starts, dot, 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 no more movies, dot, 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 just film. Uh, yes, Hashtag yes, tis yes. the season. Big, bold text letters. Can't Hashtag queer. Wait. Waifu. Waifu. With the waifu. Apex waifu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robin Chan. Ultimate <laughs> waifu. <laughs> Mushy Mushy Robin Chan. 
<laughs> Goddamn. I, I, Robin, I do love that, like, Gordon Hayward is, like, probably an all right guy, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're just gonna, like, paper over all of it. No, that, that Trump fault. donation in the primaries, no <laughs> we're less. Go, we're doing not it, in, baby. Not in the general election, in the primaries, Uh-oh. that Trump donation was in Robin's name. So I, I think Gordon just cares about one thing and one thing only. Film. Gaming. Yes. Gaming. The, the film he was watching was Overwatch League. Also, I'm getting some news across the ticker. Robin Hayward has exactly 69 tweets. She, They need to get divorced, and she needs to, like, I don't know, she needs to marry, like, some sort of guy who, like, owns and operates, like, 10 to 12 of the biggest Sea-Doo dealerships he inherited from his dad. Like... That's what she needs. Like, she ne- she needs to go from one McMansion to another one, and Gordon just needs to get himself a gamer den where he's just hanging out with like TikTok teenagers that like cosplays whichever ReZero character, Rem and Ram, and then he's just gonna go for it from there. That's that's what that's all I want for my king. By the way, oh, do we talk? Do we list Gordon Hayward on the positives? He had a good game. Yes, it was it was good. Um, yeah, with the, he got to the line. He didn't give up. Shouts to Gordon Hayward, unironically. Good work. Good work by him. Like, he seems to be, like, in good shape. And I think if Gordon Hayward's in good shape and one of Jason or Kemba, like, has a good game, I think the Celtics are going to be at a pretty good chance to win most nights going forward against most teams. I don't know what kind of ceiling they have against really good teams like Philly, but, um, you know, I think they're going to be in good shape at least. We're contenders, baby. For, that's what I'm saying. That's a problem for future us. That's a I gotta think long and hard about what bit I'm gonna invent for the offseason to you know kind of protect us from any uh, negative backlash. Who said it? Uh, Gordon, I won't ever get mad at you when you do your job that literally supports a millionaire lifestyle. Marry me instead, and you can just leave me alone. <laughs> Follow it up with shout out, shout out to Liv, a queen. <laughs> Follow Liv. Shout out to Olivia. What's Liv's handle again? I don't even. I forgot. Olivia. Look at Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. Let's shout out. Shout out. Shout out, Liv. Um, a poster's yeah, poster. Think, yeah. A poster's poster. Um, encourage Gordon. If you have a chance, drop Gordon a line. You know, tell him you support League of Legends. Everything's great. Also, you know, drop drop Liv's ad at him. Follow up tweet. Three inches. Uh, follow up tweets. Don Draper and Megan Draper on. The beach. Uh, quote, me and Gordon on vacation, except Gordon isn't with me. He's at home gaming. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's no so way. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he rocks. It's so good. Um, <laughs> who said it? It's sick how this guy can do the most basic pure tweets about basketball and get huge engagement. Need to figure out how to do this for media Twitter where I tweet like the Washington Post is awesome and rack up like 1,000 retweets and 2,000 okay. So I actually don't know the answer to this because um, like I didn't see the original – your post though. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I saw the joke post afterwards, so I don't actually know the answer. Well, that was that was the original um, that's the original right. 
Right. So I'm saying I don't know who like did the original. I saw that some like everyone had turned it into a meme format. So <laughs> okay. So Kevin O'Connor tweeted. Uh, that's oh, what I was referencing no. at the beginning of the show. He tweeted a bunch no. of stuff how he's like so pumped and jacked for like the NBA season, um, and then uh, this guy uh, Max Tanny tweeted this uh, not mad at all post. Oh, and then got oh, dunked oh, on by the, the rest mind. of the internet. It wasn't. It wasn't Kevin being mad online. Kevin was being his pure good self. One yes. of the only good things about the ringer is Kevin O'Connor. I'll fight you if you don't like Kevin. And then this is, uh, and, and this, uh, and okay, good, good. The yes, world no, makes this sense. guy, this guy got ratioed, um, for his, awesome. uh, not mad tweet. <laughs> um, getting mad at KOC. Who's like, also probably like one of the only guys in the NBA who like, who's like, has like a big follow. It's like done some of the most work. To like, like getting mad at Kevin for that is just kind of like wild to me. Uh, yeah, no, Kevin. Kevin's enthusiasm for basketball is something we should all aspire to. It's only matched by Andrew Yang. Um, <laughs> oh my God! Two, yes, just two pure souls. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next, who said it? Uh, the TNT broadcast just had an extremely annoying high-pitched sound for several minutes, and I was so disappointed when it ended, and it went back to clear audio of Chris Webber and Marv Albert speaking. Who said it? And, and that was yes. Shrieker, right? Shrieky yes. shooting? Yes. God, it's fucked up that I can name... I swear to God, Matt didn't tell me any of these beforehand, but I'm just terminally online, so I not only remember the tweets, but who made them. Who said oh, it? God. There's not 100 players better than me. Uh, Deion Waiters. Close. Oh. Sean Whiteside? <laughs> getting colder. <laughs> Go Bear. It's another person who doesn't like basketball. I'm just kidding. I'm sure he likes basketball. It's uh, Andrew Wiggins. Um, oh. He's right. right. There's, there's 200 Something, players so better than him. <laughs> Woo. Got him. Hey, he's better than Kyrie. His team got the win. <laughs> Woo! Um, I, I don't want to look up his stat line. Wait, wait stat we line. have a wait. Can we? Can Efren put in the Kyrie's? Um, Kyrie's getting on the mic with the crowd, the uh, Brooklyn crowd today. I want that in the episode. Oh, what happened? Did he like start choking up? Yeah, he well said he started choking up. Uh, and, okay. <laughs> he said, "Sorry, I'm gonna need a minute or something like that." And like, did like, it, it ruled. It was so good. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of back in on Kyrie a little bit. That rocks. He's just like, he's just like absolutely. Um, he's he's like um, in Will Arnett in the uh, the season four of uh, the the bad season of Arrested that no one watched but me. When he keeps taking the roofie pills and he keeps like forgetting what happened the day before, because he doesn't like remember. He doesn't take enough roofies to forget what happened, but he does take enough to like just remember what happened. Like. The, at the tail end of the day before. So he always thinks he's living in the same day and just keeps taking roofies. I think that's that's what Kyrie's living right now. That's <laughs> uh, an interesting Wiggins metaphor. That's line. good. Uh, uh, yeah, go for it. Wiggins was 20, uh, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 steals, 0 blocks, 27 field goals, Google 2 attempts. free throws. Field goal attempts, right? Yeah, field goal attempts. Um... Zero from four for three. Uh, negative 26. Andrew Wiggins. Woo, woo. That's impressive. Let's go. 
Wolfpack. Wolfpack, let's go. Carltown's 36 and 14. Nice. Uh, he's good. Um, all right. Uh, who said it? There were two reigns of terror. If we remember but it and consider it, the one wrought murder in hot passion, the other in heartless cold blood. The one lasted mere months. The other had lasted a thousand years. The one inflicted death upon 10,000 persons. The other upon a hundred millions. But our shutters are for all the horrors of the minor terror, the momentary terror, so to speak. Whereas... What is the horror of the swift death by the axe compared with lifelong death from hunger, cold, insult, cruelty, and heartbreak? I don't know who put that in there. Was that you, Efren? Who said it? <laughs> was that the, was, was that the uh, wait? Was that the um? Was that is that the the guy who did the dating the the weird dating thing? Seems like <laughs> it's got his energy. Uh, no, that's, uh, that's, we don't talk about that enough. We need to bring that back. That was Mark Twain. Someone shouted out Huck Finn earlier. Oh, thank you. Oh, so so I was right about it being the weird dating guy who read the thing. I tried to find the most (laughs) badass Mark Wade quote I could find. (laughs) Shout out Marcus Smart. Shout out Marcus Smart. Shout out Marcus Twain. Rate of terror. Fire emoji. Shout out. No, I thought I thought the uh, the biggest. um, Honestly, I thought that. I, I thought that the biggest horror of all was probably the murder rate, which in America is too damn high. It's way too high. It's probably, it's, you know, America's not perfect. We don't have a lot, like, we got a lot of bad stuff. We got the murder rate. Lines are too long. Um, too few cops. Um, what murder rate would you be, what's acceptable? No, we need. Well, you need more cops. That's how you suppress the murder rate. You gotta. The murder rates too damn high. Party is gonna come out. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. I can't believe he said that. I keep laughing about that throughout the the week. It's a it's a rough show, folks. We're gonna find the joy where we can. Oh, this is what I'm gonna say. Hold on. I'm gonna uh, new character. Uh, Bernie that Nate Duncan would Nate would uh, vote for. Okay. <clears throat> so Meritocracy. we have for too long have there been too many homeless on the streets crowding some of the uh, uh the wonderful uh um sidewalks and entranceways to our favorite panera breads um for too long have we paid uh taxes too high on unmeans tested entitlements programs and once again, the murder rate is too damn high. What we are going to do, we are going to defund, we are going to lower taxes and pay for 9 million more cops around the world to make our streets safer here in America. We will take this funding from Narcan and Medicaid spending. This will be perfect. Folks, we're going to love this. Also, Salary caps, you gotta wonder who is going to waive. <laughs> Fuck, I can't even think of it. <laughs> Someone who's always getting uh, waived. Bernie Sanders, uh, Nate, Nate Duckett here. Uh, I just wanted to say, have you ever thought about um, having homeless spikes where if a homeless person uh, falls on them or lays on them, it donates um, five Bitcoin, and then, <laughs> then every time uh, the homeless... Uh, lay on the big, and the Bitcoin gets produced. 
then uh, the city makes exponentially more money because, you know, Bitcoin is an emerging market um, and it's not actually regulated at the same rate as um, typical stock markets. It's a wonderful question. It's an excellent question. Uh, We have actually come together to announce a new partnership with Theranos, who is back, baby. And we will be putting um, anti-personnel spikes on all surfaces, not meant for sitting and or reclining uh, that are not in an equinox or uh, other uh, equally uh, acceptable location. And it will actually take the blood and give it to Theranos so they can continue their important work. Also, we will put partitions in all the benches so no one um, can sleep on them. Who said it? We have him and they don't is a pretty good starting point on Al Horford. That's Brett Brown uh, from the oh. top row. Now, Brett, Brett kind of owned us um, in a, like, what was it, like the third quarter? He said, like, he said something like, they can score in bunches, which was honestly a pretty good own. Like, we're, like that, that's good irony by Brett. Um, I got to respect it. So shout out to Brett, who's unironically cool. It fucking pains me to watch Ben Simmons like dribble the ball and not even give a shit that like Horford's not defending him. He just doesn't have a care in the world anymore when he plays the Celtics, and it's just it's tough. Yeah, I mean, that's that does suck. Yeah, no, I mean Ben Simmons did kind of own us today. We gotta we gotta kind of figure out who's gonna yeah, handle really that. I got, I got... left and right. Ray <laughs> Allen out there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. The Celtics were okay. They were okay against him, like, when he wasn't in transition. And, like, there were some times when they sort of started, like, figuring out his outlet passes. Um, But, again, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know how you draw that up in a playoff series. Like, I guess Jalen probably playing longer than 15 minutes or whatever he played would probably help. But would you guys rather play this Philly team or whatever the Bucks are going to look like this year? I gotta watch the books. No, no, Brog- no, no, Brogdon, both Lopez's, uh, Chris Middleton, who remains to be seen what, uh, whether he'll be uh, Team USA, Chris Middleton, or, or Chris Middleton when he plays the Celtics. So we just oh, have we literally no that. one to match up with Giannis. Uh, yeah, you don't believe in Semi. <laughs> The Celtics Twitter has turned on Semi. It's, it's, I have. Yeah, everyone, everyone's turned on Semi. I even I have a little bit, but hey. I saw that picture of Jalen with all the muscles, and now it's like Semi. Who cares? Yeah. I think Kyrie Irving made more shots tonight than he did in like the last four games in a Celtics uniform. He did. Oh, we should point uh, at. I got. I was able to get my wish before the season started. Jalen Brown got signed to an extension. Sure, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. Uh, I'm happy about yeah, it. Yeah, 103 guaranteed, 107 in likely-ish. Um, uh, yeah, it seems like that that, one, that extra. The, yeah. What there's a there's an all NBA one. Yeah, and then an additional Seven. eight to get up to 115 if he's like makes all NBA basically. Good. 107, right? Like 107. Yeah, one. Yeah, so 103, possibly 107. If all goes well, 115. In which case, 
it's a bargain. People are talking a lot about the dollars, but uh, I don't know how much. I think it's I think it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't like the Celtics. It's at this point, it's it's Wicks money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like they were going to be people. capped out if they just chose to sign him. You know, at any reasonable any number. number, it was more the decision yeah. to to keep him. Um, and, and to, to, to make that move is, is probably more consequential than. Yeah. You know, I mean, even it's 95 I, I, or 105 or whatever, like even in like an absolute worst case scenario where like Jalen is just doesn't improve at all, which I don't I don't think it's going to be the case. But let's say let's say Jalen doesn't improve at all. Um, and that, you know, that ends up being kind of an albatross or something like that. Um, Celtics still. Still, even with all these rookies and all this stuff, they still have enough draft picks to like trade for someone else. And now they've got, you know, a big movable salary to kind of movable relatively. You know what I'm saying? Like teams are going to be able to talk themselves into Jalen Brown, even if he is like a slightly negative asset. Um, so like, even if you're someone who's super pessimistic about Jalen Brown, I am not for the record. Um, you got to look at it that way and just see that now. Okay, now you have like your your like your part of your trade package that you're going to be trading for like Bradley Beal or whatever the case may be. For the record, please don't yell at me. I don't want to do this. It's not. It's not my. I'm just pointing that out as an absolute worst case scenario, and then it's not that bad. So um, I think it's a good extension. I'm glad Jalen secured the bag. He's cool. Uh, I love the 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 bouncer. He's great. Yeah. So it seems like the Celtics are. Presumably going to Max Tatum. I guess this kind of seals Gordon's fate a bit um, with unless the Celtics, he's in, right? Unless he's incredible, right? And then you go into the luxury. Oh, they're going in the luxury and anyway. And then you become, you become one of those <laughs> biggest luxury tech teams in NBA history teams, right? If Gordon I, I, is that good. I can't, I can't imagine. You can't see it? I can't see it unless... Wait, like, wait, the wait. They found, Robin's, like, they found Robin's Twitter. I'm sorry. This is so important. Uh-oh. Robin has a Twitter. Robin has a Twitter. It's from August of this year. <laughs> she just started it. And it's a real one because she's posting pictures from the game tonight. 32 minutes ago. So let's let's get those follows going. Nice. All right. Drop it. Uh, Robin M underscore Hayward. So... Let's give our girl some love. Ask her to please let Jalen, uh, please let Gordon game. Yeah, I'm happy to watch Jalen grow and develop with yeah, this the, team. It's very hard to <laughs> win a championship. Um, since Jalen, you need a lot of things to go right. So now we got to hope that uh, Jalen becomes like really, really good. <laughs> so a lot, all of our, all of our like, players I, have to become very, very good. Yeah, it was shocking. In his three years, he's played at pretty close to what Clay Thompson was giving, and that's exactly where the contract landed, like 24% of the cap. That's what uh, Clay's extension was, gonna, or the extension. You're going to draw so, some higher comparing him to Clay. Well, that's honestly, that's how his, his, his shot selection and distribution should be closer to Clay. Jalen has more defensive versatility, he has like 3% less. Uh, 3% percentage um, and obviously he doesn't take as many threes but like at his peak he should develop in like a clay mold 
Yeah, I'd say Clay is probably the floor, right? We all agree there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't see this. The, the, the floor is sub Andrew Wiggins, and we draw, and then then it becomes that. God you know? damn it. it! It becomes a joke oh, that Andrew Wiggins is now. It because it, it could that's the floor. I think is. Well, Andrew yes. Wiggins is on a max deal. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, year by year, the million dollar difference is oh. is almost negligible. You know, like I mean. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Fuck. <laughs> you yeah. just interrupted effort. <laughs> thank, thank, yeah, we can hear you. Good reading. But yeah, no, it's that. That's the absolute worst case scenario, though, right? Is 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 Jalen Brown becomes the next Andrew Wiggins albatross? He's already better than Wiggins, though. He's already a top one hundred player. You think so? I mean, yes. I, I mean, I'm inclined to say so, but. Um, Andrew Wiggins can go out there and give you 22 every night. Under normal circumstances, he's not like a detrimental aspect to the no, offense. No, he's a good player. Defense. He's a good player, which Andrew Wiggins is. His not. worst, his worst game is like today when he just couldn't play like that, and I don't know how much that was actually his fault. Like he was playing some bad defense, but then he's getting offensive calls, and I'm like, okay, maybe. But like, we need him to become very, very good. Let's just put it that way. We need Jason Tatum to become very, very good. Um, yeah, we need Damn, a lot of things to, to smile go. Smile under the camera like that again. <laughs> um, who said it? Uh, some of you claim to stand Adam Driver, but have never acknowledged his greatest achievement: pretending to be in love with Lena Dunham. That's a mean tweet, but I like it. Uh, no, that's a. Uh, Zach Kondratenko. Uh, uh, it kind of went under the radar, but I thought it was worth it. Was uh, shout out to Movie Zach. Follow Movie Zach. Uh, shout out Martin Scorsese. Okay, what else? Oh, we have a voicemail. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think our audio is up for it. Let me try to play it through like, the phone. All right, try that. If we can't do it, then just like read it, and we'll put in the audio later. Yeah. Your boy. Mikey Hate Crimes. For a long time, I've been listening to the show. Subscribe since you first released it. The other day, one of you, I forgot your name, tweeted Jalen Brown was going to get a deal in the four to hundred million dollar range. And I was like, oh, all right, sounds good. So tell me why. Yesterday, I'm driving home with my family from my son's fourth communion. Beautiful time. I turn on Pilgrim Mass. This dude, Jalen Brown, is getting $115 million over four years. So I have one question for you and everyone on your show. Who the fuck do you think you are to make me look dumb in front of my family like that? I do not appreciate that at all. I'm still not listening. Though. Thank you, Mikey Hate Crimes. (laughs) It sounded a lot Um, like Efren with like a thicker Boston uh, accent. No, I can't do a Boston accent. Are you Mikey Hate Crimes? Can't do that accent. No way. I've tried it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry sorry we we showed him up at his son's fourth communion. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) You should have definitely always listened to Michael Felger when I, you know, say. Yeah, that's the real Mikey Hate Crimes. Mike Felger. 
Yeah. Got him. <laughs> but Mikey Hate Crime Senior. <laughs> the first. I don't listen to his show, but <laughs> You definitely feel strongly that you gotta you gotta just like make your family just look feel stupid and you can't let them do it to you. It's a very dog eat dog world out there around the dinner table. Having your pasta pizzool. So Guys, uh, while I got everybody here, should I um should I tweet at Robin Hayward and ask her to come on the show? <laughs> yes. I think this is going to be our best chance because I think she only has like a hundred followers right now, so um, she'll probably see everything that gets tweeted at her. I wonder when she's going to open the DMs for questions, questions and comments from the constituents of, Bas- of Boston. Uh, yeah. Well, well, here let's let's ask her. This is great, great radio content right here. Hey everybody, just you know, um, signal boost us, uh, and as we try to uh, you know get you guys a great guest for next week, uh, in Robin Hayward, try and get her on the show, um, you know, and <laughs> we can have a a panel debate style show where she debates Olivia. We have Olivia on. <laughs> <laughs> they could have a Zizich uh, Peterson uh, type debates. Oh, we Remember when we were supposed character? to do that with like the uh, Kyrie debating with Wristman as Kyrie debating you <laughs> imitating Jordan Peterson? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's too bad we never did that. That would have been really funny. <laughs> I mean, we could we could do yeah, it. Yeah, it's gotta be Patreon. No, no, it's past. It's gotta be Patreon. It's gotta be Patreon. No, the time for that is It's not topical anymore. Kyrie's gone. Jordan Peterson's in rehab. Zizek, well, he's he's still irrelevant. <laughs> All right. Well, you've been listening to uh, the rights to Ricky Davis. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm three beers deep. You heard oh. Sam, Efren, and. Uh, and yeah. lucky alongside me. Shout out, shout out to all the Sixers fans who might have toughed this out just yeah. to uh, listen to us be sad. You shout guys out, are real ones. Shout out Thank you. Hate Appreciate it. Um, shout out to Olivia and Zach and Riffman and all the people whose tweets we stole for content. Uh, yep. Thank you, Robin. Um, we'll see I only next watched week. the first two and a half quarters, so to me, I think that uh, it went great. We've won, folks. Yep. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. Williams going by the nickname Time Lord, given to him by Weird Celtics Twitter. He does kind of make time stand still See? when he goes up for a block. That's what the Time Lords do, I, man. Homie, get on the ground like clockwork, bro. Two for five.